Proverbs 1, verses 1 through 7. The Proverbs of Solomon, son of David, king of Israel. To know wisdom and instruction, to understand words of insight, to receive instruction in wise dealing, in righteousness, justice, and equity, to give prudence to the simple, knowledge, and discretion to the youth. Let the wise hear and increase in learning, and the one who understands obtain guidance. To understand a proverb and a saying, the words of the wise and their riddles. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. All right. Another day and another little series in our daily rhythm and in the Rhythms Journal. And this uh, is obviously the Proverbs. So mm. uh, we're, we're kind of jumping through a few sections uh, and starting here at the top of the book in Proverbs 1 with none other than the great, the intelligent. Oh, the keep going achieved okay <laughs> the respected doctor wow barrett M- michael barrett michael barrett you Fisher, got it yeah phd yeah wow um so there's more than B- I barrett's for. phd is in the incarnation which doesn't really show up that much in proverbs but <laughs> we'll see what we can squeeze out of them um, so we're here in proverbs one and this is you know kind of this epic uh poetic introduction to the book uh, which starts with, you know, kind of this uh, authorial, the Proverbs of Solomon, son of David, king of Israel. Mm. And it ends with uh, one of the most important framework verses of the entire book. The mm. fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. Um, you know, poetic literature in scripture is very dissonant. Um, mm. And, you know, so dissonance, is the opposite uh, of harmony. Mm. You know, harmony is kind of multiple notes in music that that line up perfectly to make this clean, beautiful sound. Yeah, dissonance is still beautiful, but it's it's full of tension. Um, and it yeah, it creates tension and uh, it creates suspense. And so, wh- why I say that about the kind of books of poetry is you know we've talked about this before on ODR. But you have Job, which is this very kind of dark, gritty, unresolved sort of mm-hmm. idea of wisdom. You have Ecclesiastes, which is, you know, kind of this very beautiful but resigned and mm. uh, unique view of wisdom and of living in the world. You have the Psalms, which is just all over the place. Yeah. Uh, and you have Lamentations, which is very dark. You have Proverbs, which is very black and white. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's wisdom and there's foolishness. Yeah. Fools do this. Wise people do this. Yeah. Wisdom is this. Foolishness is that. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of the framework that we're going to be working in. Um, and that doesn't mean there's not tension in the book, but it's, it's a whole lot different from others. So, Bear, as we look at this sort of um, poem that's an introduction to the book. What what do you see going on here? Yeah, I mean, I think it's helpful uh, just to kind of have you give a quick overview of of these books of poetry. Uh, the The proverbs are very black and white. Mm-hmm. However, I don't think Solomon or you know the Holy Spirit who is is guiding the hand of Solomon. Uh, 
I I don't think that that they are ignorant of the fact that life is messy. Mm -hmm. And so um, if we approach this saying, that's not always true, I think they know it's not always true. I mean, there's certain things like train up a child in the way he should go um, mm-hmm. and he'll always follow it. It's like, that doesn't always happen. You know, you have all kinds of pastor's kids that like, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, notoriously or uh, stereotypically like rebel. Yeah. And so it doesn't yeah. always happen. However, we should, I mean, the point it's making is like train up your child in the way he should go. Like we should do that. That is, that is a good thing. Uh, and so, and so you do have these black and white categories, but, also knowing that life is messy, messy. With with that said, you know it, it is. Uh, this is an incredible book that I have gone through many, many times in my life, mm-hmm. and I, I'm sure most of our listeners, if maybe all, realize that Proverbs has 31 chapters, mm-hmm. and so you can grab a month that has 31 days and just go through a proverb. So if you're out there and you're kind of wandering aimlessly between Bible readings and you're not sure what to do, uh, I mean, I, I think this is this is airing in February. So maybe February is not the month, but it is yeah. a leap year. Is a leap year. Uh, you could double it's up close. on a couple of chapters. <laughs> but I mean, Proverbs is a great book that uh, that can get you started in a good direction because it's, it's, it's the wisdom of God that's mm. being imparted to you. And um, I've gone through it so many times and I'm, I'm blown away each time at how I just forget because it's, we don't, it's hard to like get in your mind, like where everything is in Proverbs because it doesn't follow a structure. I mean, Mm -hmm. like one chapter jumps all over the place, but has all these little nuggets of wisdom. Mm -hmm. And so you reread it and it's like, Oh my gosh, I forgot that this was in chapter three or this was in chapter 16 or, Mm -hmm. you know, but it's, um, but it's so good. And so I, I would just say like, we need to be, we need to soak in the Proverbs. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and part of that, like you said, I mean, verse seven is kind of the framework for, uh, for soaking in this, soaking in the Proverbs, soaking in the wisdom of God. And, and it is, you know, that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. The point that I want to make here though, is that, we can read that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. We can read that and kind of think, I I don't want to be a fool. Like I'm not a fool. Mm-hmm. But the the problem is that the Bible defines what wisdom actually is. Mm-hmm. And so if we're not following wisdom as laid out in Scripture, you are actually being the fool. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you're allowing all these other belief systems or values or convictions to lead you to a certain type of wisdom that is in contradiction to biblical wisdom, mm-hmm. then you are actually playing the fool. Mm-hmm. And, and I, th- I mean, that's simple logic, but it, but it kind of helps us to think. Okay, don't just give like a knee jerk reaction. Like I'm not a fool. Like I, I don't. I don't despise wisdom and instruction when your life and the way that you live day in and day out, you might be despising Mm -hmm. wisdom and instruction on a practical basis day in and day out in your life. Yeah. And it's because you're not actually following the wisdom in scripture. You're not following the teachings of Jesus and the wisdom that is found in Jesus. 
And so if you're if you're not doing that, then like you are actually despising wisdom and instruction. Yeah. And you're doing the very thing that you never wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I th- so I think it's good to like kind of think in those categories. Am I, do I think I'm a wise person just in a general sense? Or like, do I really think that I'm following the wisdom of scripture? And in that I'm becoming what would be in, what God would call in his eyes, this is a wise follower after me. Absolutely. You know, yesterday, we, we talked about prayer and uh, specifically one of the things we hit on is our propensity to not listen uh, when we pray, um, but yep. to kind of live spiritually loudmouth lives before God and before others. And one of the phrases that strikes me in this passage is in verse five, let the wise hear and increase in learning and the one under, who understands obtain guidance. Uh, there's a posture that's implied here kind of in this uh, vision statement, if you will, at the beginning of Proverbs, that it's for the person who's listening. Mm. And, you know, I think it's helpful to just remember and be constantly aware of and conscious of the fact that the disposition of our heart is when we approach scripture, we, we think that we know what we are going to find. Um, we think we know what lies ahead of us and not just when we approach scripture, but when we approach God, when we approach other people, you know, we're constantly building, um, preconceived notions and, and expectations. And so I do think as we study wisdom, one of the, one of the core attributes that we have to take on is this ability to listen. And it's this posture of humility and open handedness to allow God to take away false preconceived notions and to teach us true wisdom and true righteousness. And so that's one of the things that strikes me. And just the other thing is uh, in verse seven, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Mm -hmm. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. That idea of a good fear, I think it is really beautiful. And uh, I've been kind of, being held in a chokehold by Netflix, all the like World War II kind of stuff that they're putting out right yeah. now is so fascinating. Mm. And it's just got me like locked in. <laughs> and uh, they have like Band of Brothers right now. And I've been watching that and just a bunch of so other documentaries. And one of the things that's been really striking me is uh, when the Allied forces were specifically like advancing through France mm-hmm. or these other European countries and liberating it from the Nazi regimes and you know, kind of driving out these Nazi strongholds, the the citizens of these villages and small little towns throughout these European countrysides would, you know, just have an absolute parade and go absolutely crazy as the American army or the British, you know, just yeah. the allied troops yep. advance through. Right. And it's because, it's not because, you know, they weren't, they didn't have any fear of the allied forces. They actually knew that, they were the supreme military, like yeah. that this is the most powerful military force present. These are more powerful than the Nazis. Right. But it's a good power. Yeah. You know, and so there was a fear, but it was like a joyful fear, yeah. a good fear. Right. These, this power is stronger than the bad power. Mm. And so it, it's this welcoming it with fear. Mm. And I think that that is like a picture of our hearts in the gospel is not to view Jesus as this weak, impotent, small personality, little lamb mm-hmm. that, you know, is just willing to die, but that it's actually 
the word of God through whom all things were made in whom all glory exists and all things hold together that God more powerful than all other forces of darkness was willing to die. It, it totally enlivens and animates the, the gospel message. And so this fear of the Lord is something that, that it creates like that parade in our hearts, you know, like as the allied forces move through these uh, countryside villages, like it, it's like that kind of image in my mind. Hmm. Good stuff, man. I mean, I don't, I don't know that I can say it any better. <laughs> well, I love it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love it. That is that is so good. Sweet. Mm. Well, uh, for the great Barrett Fisher, this is Will Carlisle, and we're going to continue on through the book of Proverbs tomorrow on Our Daily Rhythm. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for our daily rhythm.